Hi, everybody. Gloria Baraka here. I did not want to go to sleep without posting a podcast. So I will fill you in. It's 2.37 on Friday morning, October 14th. I have been up, gee, 20 hours, I guess. I have trouble sleeping, so I, I didn't sleep very well. I had an appointment when I was hoping I would be watching the hearings, the January 6th hearings, into the investigation on the insurrection. So I listened to it in the car, and then I listened to it on headsets. Then I came back and I watched the rerun. And I'm just getting ready for bed. I was working on a video and working on my website. And I got my email from Regular Order, which is written by Jamie Dupree, a man that I love very much, and I consider him my son from another mother, from another, from another time. But I worked with Jamie in Washington, D.C. for 10 years, and he um, writes a newsletter now called Regular Order. He publishes it on Substack. Find it. it Google him. Find it and um, subscribe because it's worth it if you care at all about politics. But because I so wanted to give you an update on the hearing, and I was just working on my proposition videos, when I got Jamie's newsletter, I thought, well, I'll just quote him, give him all the credit, and I'll just fill you in on what happened in the final hearing. And I'm just going to read from some of his stuff, and then I'll throw in my two cents as I go along. Here's his top bullet points. And I, I'm going to add one before I read his. So mine is, the House Special Committee in investigating January 6th voted unanimously today to subpoena Donald Trump, former president of the United States. It's wild. This is wild. The hearing was just great for a number of reasons, but it ended with the vote on them subpoenaing Trump. And of course, he, he's making a big joke out of it. He's just, he's a joke. Here's Jamie's top three bullet points for his newsletter. Trump secretly ordered U.S. troops out of Afghanistan. Yep, he did. Two, Pelosi. I'm going to punch him out. <laughs> Congresswoman Pelosi, who, whom I covered for 10 years, and I enjoyed covering her. Every interview was a joy. Her daughter, Alexandra, who happens to also, uh, her name is my daughter's name. And when I adopted my daughter and told the Congresswoman Pelosi that I was naming her Alexandra, she got so tickled and said, that's my daughter's name. Well, Pelosi's daughter, Alexandra, 
is a filmmaker. I think, I think she she's a, a documentarian, so she she does documentaries. She was with her mother on January sixth, and recorded behind the scenes video, and they played some of that today in the hearing, and it was just wonderful. Speaker Pelosi was told at one point when the riots were going on that Trump wanted to come down to the Capitol. And she looked at the um, lady who was telling her the this information. She was a woman who was coming and giving them updates on stuff. <laughs> she said, he what? He wa He wants to come down here? Oh, I hope he does. If he does, I'm going to punch him out. <laughs> oh, my God. What a great exchange. It was just so. And she she could. My money would be on her. Yeah, in those high heels. And they showed her, you know, walking to safety. Um, she was like in another building when they were calling out her name. Just, they're such losers. And she's walking, you know, they're kind of hustling her along. And there she is in her in her high heels. <laughs> I'm sure in her designer shoes. Oh, boy. She's, um, she's something. And, you know, she was just constantly attacked by those liars, the Republicans, saying she should have called for security. You know, meantime, it came out in this hearing that the FBI and the Secret Service knew there was going to be trouble at the Capitol and kept it to themselves. And there's definitely, I mean, it wasn't, it didn't come out, it wasn't accused, but it came out that, yeah, FBI, Secret Service, others knew about this and, and they, they didn't say it, but it was almost implied that there are some rotten apples in the, Secret Service and in the FBI, and you know they need to be rooted out and kicked out, and I think tried for treason. But that's me, and I think we have to take things one at a time. And then Jamie's other top bullet point is Florida expands voting options in areas damaged by Ian. So voting has begun in Florida. So here's Jamie's first paragraph. Trump subpoena. The special House committee investigating the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol offered up a surprise ending to a final public hearing as the panel voted unanimously to subpoena former President Donald Trump for testimony and documents. We are obliged to seek answers from the man who set all of this in motion says Republican Representative Liz Cheney, Republican from Wyoming. I'll just read um, the next couple of paragraphs for you because this is basically going to be my podcast. So under that paragraph I read, there's this. Reaction. Trump responded by pressing the big lie, quote from Trump, quote, the unselect committee knowingly failed to examine the massive voter fraud 
that took place during the 2020 presidential election. The reason for what took place on January 6th, Trump wrote on his Truth Social platform, he's such a liar and just lies and lies. And then the next bullet point from Jamie is testimony. Do I expect Trump to come in and answer questions from the committee? Probably not, but you never know. And I say absolutely he will not. Democrats swiftly used the committee vote to put the former president on the defensive. Donald Trump must testify before Congress, said Senate Majority Leader Charles Schumer. What's next? He must be held accountable, said Representative Jimmy Gomez, D. California. And if he refuses to comply, he must be held in contempt of Congress. Then Jamie says, let me interject to say I am not sure there's enough time for that to happen, especially if Republicans win control of the House in November. Yeah, there isn't enough time. The sands are running through the hourglass. It's like Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz when she says, you're going to give me those slippers and here's much time you have or I'm going to throw Toto in the river. Put him in a sack and throw him in the river. So that's Jamie's Jamie's thoughts on it. And I say, I mean, people are talking about the subpoena. Well, I mean, he could be held in contempt of Congress. And right now they're getting ready to put Steve Bannon, that nasty man. He's been held in contempt of Congress and found guilty. He insisted on a trial. And he's, uh, they're waiting for him to be sentenced and go off to serve his couple months or something, whatever he's going to serve. He's a piece of slime. He's really just slimy. And when I look at some of these men, it just gives me the creeps. They're slimy and they're creepy. And they look dirty. <laughs> I think it's just because they're such creepy, disgusting men. Then Jamie talks a little bit about what I've already talked about which is the video, inside video. This is a quote from Jamie. The committee also released video of Democratic leaders from January 6th as they worked the phones and pleaded with various federal and state officials to help them. I'm going to call up the effing Secretary of DOD Defense, Senate Democratic Leader Charles Schumer says, at 3 p.m., about 40 minutes after senators were evacuated because of the Trump mobs. I love Charles Schumer. He's another one. He's so wonderful. I, I've always liked him. These are bullet points under that paragraph. Help. Filmed in a secure room where congressional leaders had been taken for the their safety, the video shows top Democrats calling the governors of Virginia and Maryland scrambling for any assistance from law enforcement or the military. And then Jamie says, do yourself a favor, watch this video. Now, I'm going to get that video, and I'm going to put it on my website. I'm going to just figure out how to get it without, I can. I think I can buy it from C-SPAN. Jamie says, do yourself a favor, watch this video, watch the whole thing. CNN also released another video from Pelosi's office on January 6th, as aides told her what Trump would still try to march to the Capitol. I hope he comes. I'm going to punch him out, Pelosi says. I'm going to punch him out. I'm going to jail, and I'm going to be happy. <laughs> oh, I love her. Reaction. Rank and file Democrats in Congress were thrilled with what they saw of the speaker that day. She's got nerves of steel. 
said Diana Gavette D. Colorado, said of Pelosi, we know who was being presidential on January 6th, added Jackie Spear. Jackie Spear is another woman that I've covered. She is another doll. She happened to be, remember Jim Jones and Guyana and the massacre there? where he had the cult and they all drank Kool-Aid and laced with cyanide. She was there. She was traveling with uh, Representative Ryan. And he died there. And she survived. And um, I covered her when she was here at the state capitol. And... I, I we just liked each other very much and I brought my daughter to work one day and you know she gave Alex this beautiful crystal memento from the Capitol. She's very a wonderful lady. And then here's finally what I'm gonna share with you from Jamie. Withdrawal. One of the more interesting items released by the January sixth committee on Thursday showed that soon after November twenty twenty elections, Donald Trump secretly signed an order for the complete withdrawal of U.S. military forces from both, both Af- from both Afghanistan and Somalia. It happened on Veterans Day, November 11, 2020. Process. That order did not go through the Security Council or any top-ranking White House staff. Instead, it was drafted by Trump's body man, Johnny McCain. It's M-C-E-N-T-E-E. I personally thought it was militarily not feasible or wise, said Joint Chiefs of Staff Mark Milney, who labeled the directive potentially dangerous because Trump had this, just some guy, typing up this, this draft and Trump signed it. Pull out. Trump wanted the Pentagon to pull all forces from Afghanistan by no later than January 15, 2021. All of that would be happening just before Joe Biden was to be sworn into office. It was essentially the same withdrawal order that President Biden would give in the summer of 2021. In presenting the memo, Representative Adam Kissinger, Republican from Illinois, said it proved that Trump knew he lost the election. Keep in mind, the order was for an immediate withdrawal. These are highly consequential actions of a president who knows his term will end shortly. And then Jamie says, the other thing that struck me is that this is an example of military leaders at the Pentagon ignoring the orders of a president. (laughs) Wow. That raises major questions about how the U.S. government was not functioning under a president who was seen by military brass as unstable. And then Jamie's newsletter goes on and on and on with all kinds of interesting stuff about inflation, Trunks, Trump's, Trunks, Trump's legal woes. What I might do when I'm not so tired, because I want to post this now, just because this is so much fun, 
I will go through the rest of this newsletter and finish reading it to you tomorrow. <laughs> and then I've got the propositions I'm going to play. I'm going to do those in a podcast. And it's Friday. And tomorrow is the Woman's March. And we're marching here in Sacramento. So I'm just reading the newsletter from them. I'd like to go, but I don't know because I'm under doctor's orders to use my wheelchair if I travel far. And um, yeah, I would definitely need to use a wheelchair. My wheelchair doesn't collapse very well. It's very small and lightweight, but it's not, uh, it doesn't fit into the car very well, but I, I guess I could do it. I'm Gloria Moraga. I'm a political woman. I vote. I wanted to share this with you, give you some thoughts about January 6th. No, I don't think Trump would ever, I, I don't think he'll answer the subpoena, partly because I think he's going to be embroiled in the stolen document scandal. I mean, how many scandals can we have? I just have nightmares about all of these election deniers running for office and they're going to be in the Congress. And I just hate what they've done to our country. And I hate what they're, if, if we have more Marjorie Taylor Greens or um, that other um, woman from, from the South, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be bad because we're not going to get anything done. And I mean, I'm a policy wonk type person. I like writing about and talking about policy in the government. And um, they're just going to do what they did to Obama. That's why Obama could never get anything done. And uh, it's tragedy because Joe Biden's doing a great job. I, I shudder to think what it would be like for the war in Ukraine if Trump were in charge. Biden, though, is a statesman and knows how to get a coalition together to help the Ukraine. Because this is important because this is democracy. This is a country struggling for democracy. And that's important. We don't want to live in tyranny. We don't want to live under a Mussolini or a Hitler, we want to be free and enjoy our freedoms and enjoy life and be safe. I'm Gloria Moraga. I'm a political woman. I vote. I'm going to post this right now. And I see I have lots of edits to do, so hopefully I'll post something tomorrow. Be safe.